Welcome, this is Jen, and I am the Hourglass Architect. I design tools that help women start and become business owners, all while increasing productivity and efficiency. I aim to help women solopreneurs, just like myself, maximize their time each day and achieve greater financial success. Welcome to the fifth podcast in the series of Setting Yourself Up for Success with the Basics. Today we're going to talk about healthy habits and how healthy habits can bring you more success in life and in your business. And just like doing one thing every day, when you make healthy habits a part of your lifestyle, you're going to make incremental changes that transform who you are and hopefully very soon, you'll see very measurable results with that. So we'll talk about the basics of successful habits and what are business successful habits and how you can create them. We'll also talk about self-improvement and compounding habits and how they just build on each other. And what happens if you miss a day? And a real quick side note, if you miss a day, it's not the end of the world. But we'll get to that later. In the meantime, let's talk about what successful healthy habits are. And these are things that we should all be aware of. They're sleeping and eating well and exercising. These are kind of the basic cornerstone healthy habits that we hear about all the time. You should get seven to eight hours of sleep every night. You need to eat a healthy, balanced diet every day, and you need to get some form of exercise every day. And when you do these, you're going to lead a balanced, healthy lifestyle. Now, in business, successful, healthy habits are using those same daily health habits, but also adding other things to help grow and build your business. A lot of what we've already gone over with all the other parts of the podcast that we've talked about, those are also in this as well. But some of the things that you want to have are a positive mindset. That's key to having a healthy business habit. You need to follow a schedule and set your priorities and what matters every day that needs to get done, whether that's priorities with the business or life priorities. You need to surround yourself with positivity. You need to surround yourself with positive people, positive experiences, things that are going to lift you up, build you up, and keep you motivated because a lot of days can get very difficult and you need to surround yourself with that positive mindset from other people. You need to dress for success and you need to make progress every single day. You need to do something every day towards your goal. You also wanna be accountable to yourself and other people. Being a successful business owner requires you to be accountable, whether that's if you make a mistake or if you need to get something done. If you have a client that's expecting something from you, you need to make that commitment to complete the goal that you set for that client. 
you also need to focus. Focus on your business and the goal at in hand and the task at hand. The few things that need to get done, you need to have laser focus on what you're working on. Multitasking is not going to get you anywhere. It actually will reduce your success with your goals and it will waste time and when you focus, you're going to get a lot more done. You want to constantly learn and read. You need to understand that learning is helping you grow. We don't all have the answers. And learning by reading is a huge help in actually being successful. So make the commitment to learn something. Learn something new this month or this year. And then also embrace failure. Um, I have failed many, many times. But without failure, you don't learn how to succeed. When you embrace failure, then you know what to change and do better the next time. When we admit failure, then it's okay to move forward because we're all human and everybody fails. There is no exception. There is no person on this planet who has never failed at something. It's okay. We should embrace it. We should learn from it. If you learn from failure, then you will grow. I'll give you an example of failure. Um, At 18 years old, my husband and I thought that we would buy a program that was to create 1-900 numbers. This was long before cell phones, and it was when 1-900 numbers were, it was kind of the marketing thing that was going around in the 90s, and people would actually pay money to call these phone numbers. And my husband and I sat in this conference room where somebody was selling their program, and I think it was something like $700 to buy into this program, and you got so many 900 numbers that you try to resell. It was a scam. I was 18 years old. We were 18, 19 years old. And it was a scam. We didn't have $700, but somehow we magically came up with that and bought into this program. It was a complete failure and we lost that money. Now, Had we not bought into that, we could have lost a lot more money in other things going forward, but we learned a very valuable lesson, and we definitely learned that we need to evaluate things before we buy into them, certainly. So failure is definitely there. It happens to everyone, Um, and so embrace it. And if you can learn from it, when you learn from your mistakes and you learn from your failures, then you're making progress and you're going to help you. It's going to help you succeed in life and with your business. And you also want to create a routine. Uh, A healthy business, healthy habit is a routine. When you're working on the same types of things each day, then you know what to get done, when to get it done, and you get it done much faster. It goes back to creating the calendar. Your calendar keeps you within that routine and gives you 
guidelines of knowing exactly what you need to work on that day, and it helps quite a bit. You can also listen listen to uplifting music. If you listen to music to get work done by listening to things that are upbeat and happy, that is a healthy habit. It kind of puts you in the mindset of, okay, when I'm creating XYZ type of project, I will listen to happy music and it makes those creative juices flowing and keep going and get things done quickly. And then also just incorporate your health habits of sleeping, getting enough sleep every night and eating well and exercising because exercising sends those good chemicals to your brain to help you continue to work better and think better. So how do you do this? How do you start a habit and stick to it? And how do you create healthy business habits that are sustainable? The thing is, a habit is going to take you a solid month to actually get into and have it become part of your routine. If you know that up front, it helps with the days that it might be hard to keep going with something. Know that it's going to take a solid month of keeping your specific habits going, each these little tasks to create that habit that you do without thinking. And so like we talked about um, the positive mindset in the first podcast, and I told the story of negative self-talk and anxiety when I would give a speech in front of all these people. Having a positive mindset is something that it takes a while to make it stick. If you're not used to positive self-talk, you might start to slowly get into that spiral of downward negative talk and slipping back into that. So every day, if you write down and put a sticky note on your mirror or however you want to do it, a pop-up on your calendar that shows up every day when you log into work, however you want to do it, to have those positive comments to yourself about your business or about what you're working on, about your goals or your even your personal goals, create those reminders and tell yourself once a day, every day, your positive self-talk statements. And after a month, you should start believing them. They will come to you without you thinking. They'll stick. And then And follow that schedule. Do that every day. And then do your one thing every day. When we talked about uh, creating your task list and crossing off one task every day to get towards your goal, that habit of doing that will take a little while to get into. It might take that solid month of working on that specific piece each and every day until it becomes habit. And then it's easy and you'll remember to do it without looking at it on your calendar. You'll know that on Mondays you write your blog post. On Tuesdays you make all your phone calls to your clients. On Wednesday you do X, Y, Z. The habits will build on themselves and you'll remember to do them after about a month. So just remember it's going to take you a solid month to get going. But each one of those successful business habits you can work on every day 
and it will help and build on each other as long as you kind of follow that schedule and keep working on that. So when I say a schedule, I live by a routine. Having a routine helps me not think about what needs to be done. I just follow that routine and I get it done and I move on to the next thing. I don't think about it anymore. Like it's, it's habit. It's there. It's going. It's on. It's inside me. And basically what I do every day for my schedule, if I were to tell someone what my daily schedule looks like, I wake up at 5 a.m. every day. And yes, that's early. A lot of people say, that is so early. How can you get up that early? I can't even get out of bed that early. I just want to sleep. My husband is the same way. He is not a morning person, doesn't like it. He is definitely more of a night owl. But for me... I am a morning person, and that morning time is very valuable. And it's that quiet time that I get a lot of thinking done. And I get a lot done during the day, for the day, during that time. I'll get up at five o'clock. I will get a cup of coffee. My habit now is that that coffee is now a black coffee um, because I'm trying to not have as much sugar in my coffee. Um, But so I'll have that cup of coffee and I look at what my plan is for that day. It doesn't take me too long because I have most things already planned out. Just glance at it and that refresh for the day to get me going. What do I already have planned? And then by 5.30, I'm exercising. I exercise from 5.30 to 6.30 every day, Monday to Friday, Occasionally on the weekends, but not usually. That is usually time that I'll go for a long walk with my husband. We, you know, do things with the kids. It's, but I still try to get an exercise on the weekend. But Monday to Friday, from five thirty to six thirty, I exercise. And during that exercise time, I listen to podcasts or audiobooks. I listen to self-improvement myself. I listen to how to do things that I'm learning. I listen to learning new skills and improving myself constantly. Or if I need a real boost or pick-me-up, I will listen to fast-paced and happy music. So that's the time that I use um, from 5.30 to 6.30. And then after that, I'll do small tasks of email catch-up, a bit of organizing that needs to be done, or a bit of writing. Some of the small tasks that I can quickly and easily cross off of my calendar. And then it's I will go for a walk every morning with my husband. It is our time to kind of catch up for the day. Uh, with what's going to happen that day and just be together and appreciate the morning. 9 a.m. to probably 2-ish in the afternoon, that's kind of my grind time. That is when I am kind of that machine of pumping out work. It's really my golden time of getting things done. So it's not a lot of time. It's from nine to two-ish or so. That is when it's quiet, when I can really focus, and I already know what needs to be done. I focus. I have that laser focus, and I get things done, and I pump things out. Um, I will grab a quick lunch break between thoughts or when I have a, a quick break between things. 
grab some quick food that I already know I am going to eat, things that I've already planned ahead of time, so I don't have to think about that too much. Then there's kind of that slug part of the afternoon where everybody kind of goes through that lull of, oh, the coffee's worn off and I'm ready for the end of the day. That kind of sluggish part. I might grab another cup of coffee and or a little healthy snack. And then that's when I plan for the following day. I'll create my kind of overall task list for what the next day needs to look like. I have it all planned out, either for the day or the week. Um, If there are some little tasks that I can do, I might knock those out. But for that slug part of the afternoon, that's when I fill in the planning of what needs to be done. It's kind of a little bit of a pick-me-up. Also, it can give me that moment of, okay, I'm making progress and tomorrow I'll make more progress um, because I got quite a bit done earlier today. And then there's the family time of making dinner, family time of eating dinner, and then family time after that. And then I always read every night I read before bed. And that is one of my habits that I've had for years and years. And my books change all the time. It can be nonfiction or fiction. I might have four or five books going at the same time. I love to read. I am a fast reader, but I think that's because I love to read and I read so much. And I used to look at my mom. My mom was a reader and she loved to read. And I was amazed at how fast she would read. She could read hundreds of pages in a day or two. And I was amazed. I always wanted to be like that. The way you get to that point is by reading more. And I've noticed that with myself and now with my daughter, who also absolutely loves to read. She's a very fast reader as well. So that's basically what I do every day and my schedule of what I do every day. And then I have a schedule for what I do every week. And every week I have kind of those big hit items that I do each day that's planned for each day. And like on Monday, I record and edit my podcasts. That way on Tuesday, I can do the final edits and plan for what to do next. I also, on Mondays, will review social media posts for the following week. Uh, Wednesdays, I'll edit blog posts. On Thursdays, I will plan for the following week. On Fridays, I do research and um, actually work on major projects. Like uh, right now, I'm working on a training for getting out of debt, which is going to be a big training part that's going to come later. But I, I do these different tasks on different days so I know what my big hit items are for each week. And then I also plan for monthly monthly schedules as well. And those are things like every month doing my financial uh, updates and QuickBooks and getting my taxes together and marketing strategies and uh, planning type tasks. And those monthly things are usually once once or twice a month that I get done for that whole month. I have my schedules that are a daily schedule, a weekly schedule, and monthly schedules. I have my overall goals that are planned out for the year. And I know what I'm going to do so that I can make progress every single day. And there's one book that 
I would definitely suggest to look into. It's Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I know that that book is tremendous in explaining when you create habits and how by doing just one little thing every day, how that incremental piece adds up to a very big project. And he explains it great. And his link is on my website. And that that book is fabulous when it comes to understanding habits and by doing small things each day and how that helps to build up to create something big. And so don't pressure yourself on making massive changes all at once because they won't stick. When you think that you're going to do 15 new things all of a sudden, something's going to give and you're not going to be able to do all of them. You can't make those big changes because you get overwhelmed. It's just the way we think. It's too much. So that's why, you know, a lot of times with New Year's resolutions, people give up in a month or two months. You know, they stop going to the gym. They, you know, it it just doesn't stick. You know, too big of a ha- too big of a big change is not going to stick and keep you going. If you just do small incremental changes at a time, that will have much more of an impact and help you be more successful. If you do 1% better each day, then by the end of the year, you will get 37 times better in that year. So think about that. That's quite a bit. That's a big habit change. I've talked in the past that my husband and I came from nothing. We didn't have a lot of money growing up and we weren't really taught about that. So it was very important for us to teach our kids about financial habits and things like compounding interest. And we both worked for a financial firm when we were younger and he studied finance and we learned a lot. We learned to understand how money worked. And so that was a very important thing for us to teach our children about. And compounding interest is similar to compounding habits. And when you add a little bit of money or your habit to your savings, then over time, that incremental amount will keep adding up. And your interest will be gained on that money or that habit, and it grows larger and larger. And now our children are all grown up and they're getting ready to graduate college. Um, They don't have college debt, and I'm grateful for that. I know they're grateful for that. They all have savings accounts. There aren't many college students that I know of in their boat where they have, they're going to have a college degree, no college debt, as well as a savings account. This was important for us. This was important for them to know that they can save, they can add money to their savings account, they can get through college without debt, and it will help them in the future. This was not always easy, and it was certainly not always fun uh, when they were growing up, and we were teaching them about this and uh, learning a lot ourselves along the way. And I'll go into a lot of that in other podcasts later. But for now, just remember that your good habits, it's like creating compound self-improvement. It will continue to build up and continue to add to your success. Now, if you miss a day of your habit, you're not falling off the wagon. You're not 
going to mess everything up. It's okay to miss a day. Give yourself that grace and that latitude. You might go on vacation, a weekend vacation. It's okay to eat a treat and if you're on a diet. When you come back, just go back to your regular healthy habits. I think sometimes people might say they fell off the wagon and then binge and just eat whatever they want and keep eating whatever they want because they already quit their diet. If you take a couple of days and you eat what you want and come back and get back to eating your healthier foods and you're exercising and doing your daily habits, you can still keep that weight off. It's not going to take that long to lose that extra pound or two. It takes longer when you have 10 or 20 pounds to lose than it does when you have one or two. So it's okay to miss a day. Don't beat yourself up because then you slowly get out of that habit. When you start to have that negative thought, then the habit starts to go away. Remember your successful habits and the healthy mindset habit. Just get back to it the next day. Revisit what you've written down. Uh, Remember in your mind your feeling of joy and happiness and success that comes with completing and getting to that place where you've already made a habit. Visualize yourself in that place where you've made that habit. What do you look like? What are you doing? Imagine what your life is like with that habit that you have made. Just remember that there's a future for you that is beyond what you might be able to grasp at this moment. There's a new you. There's a someone out there that you are that you might not fully know about right now. If you keep on these healthy habits, you're going to get there. You're going to get to that place. And so just remember, it's going to take a solid month or so to stick to a habit. Give yourself time. Make incremental changes, small changes, just 1%, a little bit. That way you're not overwhelmed. And by this time next year, you'll be in a completely different place. So I wish you success for this day ahead. And I'll be here next week. Thanks for listening. 